Harry, I have no idea where this will lead us, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange. For real, we really need to talk about Twin Twin Peaks. We now. need to. I heard that you like a show called Twin Peaks. Is that true? <laughs> I do. And here we are to talk about it on our podcast. Same Peaks, y'all. Mm-hmm. Do, oh, do you want to do it? Do you, do you, you do feel it? confident in doing it? Wait, it's the podcast where two librarian geeks talk about the TV show Twin Peaks one episode every two weeks. Very nice. Boom. Very nice. That's right. Uh, my name's Eric. I'm watching all the episodes uh, for the first time. Um, we watch one episode of Twin Peaks with one episode of our cast and discuss it. And you have watched how many episodes? Oh, all of them. <laughs> I'm a Twin Peaks super fan. And you my, like the show a little bit. It's my favorite TV yeah. show. Right now, I'm undecided. No, I'm joking. I like it. I'm enjoying <laughs> it. I just like that joke. I like the show as well. Uh, what's the episode we just watched? We watched episode two of season two, also known as Coma. Coma? That was the title. Episode two. That was the arbitrary title given by... <laughs> <laughs> when when it went into syndication overseas. I asked you this earlier when we were hanging out, but how hard has it been to not read the last dossier? The the final dossier? The final dossier. Yeah. Um, it's been hard. It hasn't been as hard as I thought it was going to be, but um, I mean, I'm hanging in there. You got I'm to. Coping. You got to. Or that dove <laughs> will poke your eyes out, and I'd be like, how dare you like that and you'd be shunned <laughs> from the cast and I would just sit here and talk blankly into a microphone. <laughs> um, we open the episode, oh wait, just real quick, to open our podcast. Mm-hmm. This is our segment where I recap the episode and Eric jumps in with his color commentary yeah. about the episode. Yeah. And the episode opens up with Coop giving Albert a little history lesson yeah. about Tibet. FYI, um, Eric is drinking a beer, which he never does. I'm drinking my favorite beer, Dragon's Milk. (laughs) I just want to throw out some information. That beer is high alcohol content. Yeah. So if you don't feel like finishing it, you don't have to. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying. Don't feel pressured to finish it. Uh, it smells like soy sauce, but it tastes like delicious dragon's milk. <laughs> the milk of the dragon. The milk of it's smog's milk. <laughs> so uh, Coop's talking an hour about Tibet, yep. and there's a barbershop quartet singing yeah. in the background. They're like singing, and then later are they st- later they like stop and start smoking or something smoking too? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
It's amazing. I don't really know what's going Albert on. Albert is not into the history of Tibet at all. No, he's not. He wants to talk business. I thought um, it was interesting. Yeah. I was totally interested. He wants to talk about what's going on in the town of Twin Peaks. Ronette has woken up from her coma. Mm-hmm. They're going to show her um, some sketches uh, to see if she recognizes Leo or Bob. Um, he wants to talk about the autopsy that he gave to Jacques Renault. He wants to talk about, um, he, he asks Coop how he's doing, um, because that's what you do when someone's been plugged yeah. three times. He looks like he does care, too. <laughs> yeah. Albert looks like he cares for a few seconds. Um, Coop reminds us all that his ring is missing, which I thought yeah. was interesting. And... This is a little interesting tidbit of information. He confesses there's another reason that he's there. Wyndham Earl. Yeah. Coop's former uh, partner. Who he believed was retired. And by retired, we mean uh, put into an insane asylum. Yeah. Um, He's gone missing. Or as Albert poetically Puts it. He flew the coop, coop. Flew the coop, coop. Boy, this came out of nowhere, right? Mystery yeah. involving his former partner who gone insane, who's also gone missing. Yes. Meanwhile, we need more mysteries in this show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need more mysteries. That's, that's the one thing this show full of mysteries needs. Uh, meanwhile, an Asian man menacingly watches you from the menacing? corner. I thought it was. Did you not think it was? Well, I probably was supposed to think it was menacing. I just thought he was like. Just really staring, like, at him. I stare at you all the time. I don't think it's menacing. If you looked at me the way this man looked at yeah. me, I would How did he, Okay, look at weird. me the way he, he... Look at me the way he looked at Coop. Oh, uh, that is a little menacing. <laughs> this is great podcasting, by the way. Dragon's milk. Visual, <laughs> visual podcasting, this new format that we're ushering in. Um, Donna, oh man, this is such a weird scene. Donna delivers her first meals on wheels. Oh, I love this scene. To Mrs. Tremond. Who is played by... Um, oh, Adam Gilmore or Happy Gilmore's oh, that's grandma. Right. right away, I was like, "That's Happy Gilmore's grandma." Oh my god, I forgot about that. She's amazing because she dressed she, up as Gene Simmons. She is not. He's a little creepy in Happy Gilmore, but she's totally creepy. You think so? I think she's. <laughs> this is gonna be the every episode. Every time you say something, I'm like, "You think so?" <laughs> Dragon's milk. Um, <laughs> Cheers to Mrs. Tremont. I don't know. I thought she just seemed like a confused okay, older woman. Okay, how about her grandson, though? Well, he just has great stage presence. <laughs> I thought he was creepy. By the way, her grandson is played by David Lynch's son, Riley Lynch. Is he a magician in real life? <laughs> no, he's By the way, so, okay. Uh, and you he, love magic. She so. says, yeah, I love magic. I had a feeling you were going to love this Half thing. of the job, I'll get, let you guys in a little secret, half of the job of the magician is to look the part of the mm-hmm. magician. If you look at a guy and he's like, he just doesn't look like anything, then he's yeah. not going to be distracting enough to convince you the otherwise. The kid definitely does have stage presence. He does amazing job. And he is does the best sleight of hand job I've ever seen, <laughs> where he literally sneaks the cream corn off of her plate. 
and into his hands. Yeah, he does some cream corn sleight of hand. Yeah. Um, by the way, she does a mention of hospital food, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Because we talked about hospital food in the last episode. I just thought that was interesting. Did Laura bring her hospital food? I don't I don't know. Does that mean Laura ate her Meals on Wheels food and then brought her hospital food? I don't know. I just thought it was weird that they talked about hospital food because they talked about hospital food in the last episode. I don't know if that's a theme that's developing Hospital food. <laughs> Um, Mr. Vaughn recommends that Donna speak to Mr. Smith next door, who never leaves his house. Yeah. And Donna goes to knock next door to talk to him, but he doesn't answer the door. So, of course, Donna pulls out a notepad and a pen because she carries one everywhere she goes. Do you know what I... she's in the Scooby gang. Do you know what I thought was going to happen? That what? I really hope. So, this kid... The, the, After the cream corn? Thank you. The older woman, what's her name? Mrs. Tremont. She she says, uh, is there cream corn on that plate? Mm-hmm. And she goes, yes. And she goes, is there cream corn on that plate? She looks down, there's none. And mm-hmm. it's in the kid's hands. Yeah. I thought for sure when she went in her pocket... <laughs> Is there some in your Thank pocket? you! Thank you! I thought it'd be like, excuse me, is this your cream corn? Check your pocket. And I thought for sure that's what was going to happen. I was like, please, please, please. But uh, it never, we don't know where the cream corn went. My gosh. Save it for the mysteries. Um, there's a scene at the hospital. There's a really great scene of Coop and Harry operating chairs. Mm. <laughs> I love Well, because they're trying to be quiet. But then they're like being loud with the chairs. And you just never see enough scenes of people operating chairs. Do you want me to highlight Yeah, I, I'm pointing at you. I forgot, uh, for new listeners, um, as we go through this, I hi- test highlights things for me so we can bring it up in our next segment called So Many Mysteries. Highlight the cream corn and the cream magician. corn. I'm glad I remember this time. I forgot, like, yes. last episode. And highlight Harry and that chair. Harry and the chair. Harry yeah. and the chair. Not to be confused with Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Harry and the chair. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, Elton John is, like, really good friends with Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they are. He, he shows up on the Lady... I feel Lady... like they'd be kindred spirits. Yeah, they, he shows up on the Lady Gaga um, Muppet holiday special. Nice. So, yeah, he calls her darling. <laughs> hey, darling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, they've gone there to talk to Renette. They show her the Leo sketch. Yeah. She's like, no. They show her the Bob sketch, and she she's like... out. Ah! And the lights break or something. Yeah. Psychic powers, maybe. Freaky. Highlight it. Highlight it. <laughs> Highlight it. Um, so there's this scene with Ben and Jerry that I found very illuminating because I've been curious about the two ledgers for a while. I'm like, what's going on with the two ledgers? Also, there's a smoked cheese pig, which is just Highlight great. that. The smoked cheese pig? Okay. Highlight smoked cheese pig. Um, so we finally... I've just been curious about the two ledgers. We, there's a real ledger. Yes. Which shows that the mill has slowly been going into bankruptcy. Yes. There's a fake ledger that makes it look like the mill has been profitable. And there's Heath Ledger. <laughs> Who plays the Joker. <laughs> Who plays the Joker. Okay, continue. <laughs> now, they're standing in front of a roaring fire and they're trying to decide... They they can't have two ledgers. They're Which not standing in front of Roy. They're, they're sitting, sitting on the floor like little schoolboys. Yes. It's such a great scene. They're sitting in front of the roaring fire and they're saying, we need to burn one of these ledgers. They could burn the real ledger. That's better for this Josie Pete scheme that they've got going on. But the real one would hold up under future scrutiny. Because it's real. Yeah. So what do we do? They could burn both of them. 
Mm-hmm. Or they could burn some marshmallows. They don't really know what to do. Jerry gets so excited when he sees those marshmallows, by the way. <laughs> Jerry loves food. This man loves food. And if Jerry wasn't such a creep, I would love that about him. Find a partner who looks at you the way Jerry looks at food. <laughs> the way Jerry looks at a smoked cheese pig. Um, where, oh gosh, go back to the diner and Andy can't operate tape. And I love... <laughs> tape all over his hands, all tape over in his, his hair. All over his face, it's in his hair. I don't I think he that. talks a lot in this scene, but if he did, he would say something like this. Like, oh boy, <laughs> I, I got this tape all over my... Oh wait, let me tone it down. Yeah, Brett, by the way, does not think that our Andy... Here, wait. Our Andy voice Lucy, is believable. Lucy, I got tape all over my hands. That's much better. Lucy, I uh, why why did you send me home, Lucy? <laughs> That's pretty Lucy, good. I got. Do I have hair? Do I have tape in my hair, Lucy? What are the chances what, that? What are the chances that that the actor who plays Andy listens to our podcast? Oh, uh, what's this actor's name? It's Harry Goes. 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 Yeah, oh. yeah. It's G O A Z. Hey Harry, if you're listening, uh, email us in at <laughs> samepeaksyall at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. We're big fans. The chances are probably nothing, right? No, right? No. Well, uh, we know people are listening. People are listening. Yeah. Hey, you, you listening. We like you. <laughs> <laughs> we like you a lot. Yeah. Um, so we're at the diner. I also, Norma calls out the log lady. Yeah. She's like, don't stick your gum on the wall, which is fair. You fair probably point. shouldn't stick. I mean, you could put, if you go home, stick gum on your own wall. Yeah. That's a fair point. I like that she called her out. Log Lady has an exchange of words with Major Briggs, which I dug this scene between the two of them. Very cool. Very cool. Major Briggs is a cool dude. Major Briggs is cool. She tells him to deliver the message, and he says that he understands. Yeah. Um, Lucy kills a fly. I love that scene. Did she get the fly? There's like a long, drawn out scene of her like washing the fly. And you see Andy pacing back and forth because he's trying to decide. building up the courage to say something and we finally know the truth. What does he say? And you use your Andy voice. Oh. Do you have well, an Andy voice? I don't. Well, I don't have the direct quote. I'm sorry. Ad lib it. It's okay. But he basically says <laughs> that he's sterile. There was a sperm bank and he... And it... And it's his civic duty to donate, and he found out... Is that a civic duty? <laughs> no. <laughs> and he likes whales. That's something he says at a time. I don't understand that. I don't either. Yeah. Oh, sperm whales. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Oh, Andy. Andy. Oh, I thought donating to the sperm bank helped the whales. I never got Bless that. I was trying to figure out. I was like, what does donating to the sperm bank mean about whales? Bless his... Plus his pepper picking heart. He's such a sweetheart. But now we know the truth. Now we know why Andy is upset that Lucy's pregnant. Because he's like, it can't be my kid. She's been two timing. Has she been? Well. Well, it could be a miracle. How else? I guess it could be. Oh, he also says another thing he said in that scene, too. If we're talking about things that Andy isn't understanding. Is he goes, they said I was. Oh. They said I was sterile, and I just thought that meant I didn't have to take a bath. Mm. Do you remember that? I was like, oh, Andy, you poor dude. So maybe it's not him. But then, if she's been two-timing, then she's mean to him again, mm-hmm. instead of apologizing. Yeah, because then she just closes the glass. Highlight Lucy two-timing. All right. 
<gasps> I like this dragon's mouth, by the way. Good. I'm glad yeah, you like, like it. it. It's growing on you. Oh. Um, mm. Hank and Harry are... Uh, uh, well, Hank is there. I guess he's just doing his parole thing. And Harry's like, sign yeah. here. Keep your nose clean. Coop watches this exchange between them and uh, correctly deduces that Hank and Harry used to be friends. In fact... Harry says that they used that Hank used to be a bookhouse boy. Yeah. Um, Highlight that. You got it. Yeah, because there's a mystery there. And then Ben casually calls with a glass of wine to report that Audrey's been missing for ben is at so least funny. two days. Yeah, by the way, she's been missing. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Coop is, Coop is shook. Because Coop's got Hashtag a- shook by this news. He well, he's got kind of a thing going on with Audrey. He does a little bit, yeah, you know? a little bit for sure. Yeah, yeah, Leland. He's more shook than Harry was when he found out Josie was missing. Yeah, who is still missing. <laughs> still, still haven't seen her for a while. Oh well. Um, Leland uh, seems to be trying to be helpful to Ben and Jerry. Not, not so helpful. He's so um, excited. He may have uh, screwed the pooch with the Iceland deal. Um, but he sees the flyer with the picture of Bob, and he, knows him. and he knows him from their childhood vacation home. Weird. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I gotta go tell the sheriff. And about Ben this. says something like, uh, um, "Jerry, kill, kill him." Really? Does he can't possibly mean that? He must can mean he? that like it's just joke. He's gotta be joking. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Is Jerry killing people too? <laughs> Jerry kills somebody, really? Oh, by the way, Jerry's also wearing this beautiful bow tie with, like, jewelry hanging off the bow tie. Yeah, you should rock a look like that. I don't think I can. No, you don't think so? Well, uh, tr- tr- well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let me drink more dragon's milk. <laughs> um, Doc Hayward reports to Shelly that Leo might be a vegetable. Um... He's like, Leo might be paralyzed. I don't know. Is, well, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing that happened. That's the thing that happened. You got no commentary Well, no, I was going to, well, I was just kind of thinking, like, is vegetable a derogatory term? Oh. And not to, like, put it, I mean, it's an older show. Being offensive? To anyone in a coma? Yeah. I don't know. Are they listening right anyone now? Anyone in a coma listening right <laughs> now? I don't know. It just is a weird Feel term. Feel free to email in if I hurt your feelings. Yeah. I'm sorry. Also, Leo's a hairy dude, right? Well, we already knew that. Did we see him shirtless before? I don't know. He's got a lot of hair on his head. We already knew that. Wait, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. If people have a lot of hair on their head, that means they have a lot of hair on their body? Usually. Really? You have a lot of hair on your head. And you also have a lot of hair on your body. I do. Wait, wait. You're confusing me. I have a lot of hair on my body, but I don't have a lot of hair on my head. Yes, you do on your face. Oh. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. That's a little tangent to talk about hair. Okay. <laughs> Lucy gets a call. This was weird. She's mm. called the sheriff station, but she can't connect them to Sheriff Truman if they won't say who they are. Who is it? I don't know. They won't say who they are, and so she won't connect them to Sheriff she goes, Truman. I'm sorry. I have to hang up now. Um, Back at One-Eyed Jacks, that scumbag boss is into some really weird stuff. Well, well we won't be judgmental. Thank you. I was just like, this whole time I've been like, well, really? I mean, he just likes <laughs> to be tied up and blindfolded 
And something with an ice bucket. And and vacuum to hear the sound of a vacuum cleaner. You know, whatever gets going, <laughs> you know. Um and Audrey Horn gets what she wants. She does. And she gets him to tell her everything. Laura worked there. She was thrown out for using drugs. And Ben Horn owns the whole operation and he knew everything. Which she kind of knew already, but she needed that to be confirmed that her dad owns it. Because that's tough. Yeah. Can you imagine finding out your dad owns a brothel? And then your dad also sleeps with all the girls in the brothel. Yeah. And that he knew that... Like a girl you knew. Um, well, also, if she worked there, that probably means Ben. Did Ben sleep with Laura? Totally. He definitely yeah. did. He gave her the, what, this is the stuff dreams are made of. Yeah, because he he sampled all the new the new girls. Was How tight do you think Audrey was choking that guy? Um, Tight enough that yeah. he was willing to tell her everything. It's interesting, too, because he's all tied up. You kind of think he might have been into it, right? Yeah, but he wasn't. He, he wasn't. Uh, was he? He might have been a little he bit. He might have been a little bit. Yeah, Audrey's I mean, a pretty lady. No judging. That was an interesting. Uh, he also had his toes uh, painted as well. That was mm, another thing, too. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about things that are unusual about his uh, sexual preferences. But he was like kind of like tied up high, and then his feet were tied this way. That's I'm true. I'm just real interested of what's going on in this That's scenario. True. We shouldn't be judgmental. Not at all. But you're right. It was a little unusual yeah. what he was into. Yeah. Good for um, him. He's still kind of a scumbag. Oh, he's a total scumbag. I'm just saying as far as your sexual preferences. Because he is recruiting young women into prostitution. No, if he found some consenting adults to tie him (laughs) up, paint his toenails, and run the vacuum. That would be a totally different story. Yeah, totally different. Um, Shelly and Bobby are listening to the soundtrack of the television show. They did it again. Because every time you hear it and (laughs) you think it's the show and then he goes, change the station. And they trick me. Such a good joke. Oh, Bobby has a plan. And the plan is to collect disability. Disability. Um, it's over $5,000 a month. In now, ni- 90s dollars. In 90s do- in 90s money, that's right. Um, and this is on Leo. Like, they're going to collect disability on Leo. This is only if Leo doesn't go to jail, though. What I can't understand is, why does Bobby... Oh, here's the deal. We don't know Leo. Well, first of all, we, we missed this part that Leo opens his eyes a little bit in that scene. Yeah, I don't know if we were supposed to see that. <laughs> what? Shut up. Yeah, the camera zoomed in. We were supposed to see we it. We were, okay. Yeah, we totally were. You thought it was just the actor was like... I did. I you think did the actor was like, am I, am I done? <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit. No, but I mean, Bobby... Because he just got done saying he might be a vegetable. Bobby's... Well, what... what I mean, or a... He, or a comatose individual. A comatose person. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Festival just sounds weird to me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, he... I mean, they said that, but I mean... He I agree. This seems like a terrible idea. Well, also, he's scared of... He's scared of Leo, right? Bobby yes. is. Well, not Leo's, now. He, no. Because he thinks that Leo's paralyzed. Okay, let's say a guy tried to chop you up with an axe, right? Yeah. Are you going to put that guy somewhere in your house? Nope. And hang donuts from his ears? Nope. No, not at all. Even if he's a thousand times paralyzed. Nope. Not, not even for $5,000 a month. I feel bad, too, money. because he talks about, oh, think of the things we could do with the money we can buy. And she goes, I can pay my bills. He goes, forget your bills. And I was like, no, don't yeah. forget. Your, listeners. Don't try, forget your bills. Try to pay your bills. I mean, really. <laughs> Whew, it's not fun, but it's important. <laughs> um, Same bills, y'all. And then uh, Coop is talking to Diane. Uh, back at the Great Northern. Or is he? <laughs> or it's just a delusion. Or it's just a delusion. <laughs> um, Major Briggs visits Coop. 
Um, and he's, he says that he's like, you get it because we both work for the government. I can't really tell you what I do, but part of my job is basically deciphering space garbage. And the other night we got a transmission and, uh, one of the things, uh, amongst the garbage is this message that owls are not what they seem. Whoa. And Cooper is like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, because later we also received this message, which was Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. Wow. I know, right? So there's aliens. Go. I guess I should probably tell you is to that a... highlight that okay. for me. You got that. I feel like there should be a thing that was said about the that. night that he was shot, by the way. It was the night that they received right. that message. And when he he was visited by the giant. Yeah. And the giant told him the owls are not what they seem, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, he said, you know what I'm saying is true. And these things come true. And was this, oh, right. One was a smiling bag. One was the owls bag. are one not what they say. One was, the, one was the, the third one. Let me go yeah, back check in your my notes. notes. Let me go back in my notes. It was, um... What was it? It's um, there are three things, and when these three things come true, come you'll know true, what you'll I'm know saying that is what true. I'm saying it's true. Yeah. Um, you have so many notes. I do. You should make an index. <laughs> um, without chemicals, he points. Oh, did that come true yet? It hasn't come true yet. Or okay. We haven't heard anything. So maybe about the that. next episode okay. will come true. Maybe. So this next part. This is the part that I'm really embarrassed I made you watch this TV show. Why? I don't know. It's the part where Maddie and James and Donna are singing. That's not, why is that embarrassing? It's great. It's the worst. Is it? I hate this song. Why? Like, James. Is that him singing, by the way? That is him singing. Because he, this is James. He's like, hi guys, my name's James. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to sing. Falsetto voice, and the girls are singing with him. And is he like into both of them? Well, I think he's singing to get through the pain. <laughs> the pain of what? Of Laura passing. Oh. He's in love with Laura. He's in love with Laura, but is he also in love with Donna and Maddie? Well, we don't know what he thinks, but Donna thinks that he's in love with Maddie. Right. And so he, because he's looking at Maddie. Right. And then she grabs him so and starts kissing he's him. looking at Maddie. <laughs> Let me get this straight. He's looking at Maddie because he's in love with Laura. Yeah. And Donna Donna's is in love with sad because she's in love with Jeans. That's why she was doing that extra sexy stuff in the jail the last episode. Yeah. Because she's she, trying to... That was weird. Eh. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Or maybe I shouldn't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental. <laughs> Don't be judgmental. I, I thought it was a good scene. You were but into it. I was into it. Like, like, biting on his finger. I was into it. But um, I don't know. I don't. I thought this was a great scene. It was real. Uh, it was. I don't think it was any. Liked it. Well, it was just as creepy as any other scene on the show. Oh, them singing. Yeah. Was creepy. Yeah, because he's staring intently at them, and then yeah. you see it on Donna's face. Like she's a great actress. Like she's really like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's weird, too, that he's, like, he's singing, and it's like, hey, I need you to sing back up for my song. Here are your parts. <laughs> well, he sings everything else, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I don't like this scene. I find it to be super cringeworthy. And so when I was watching it, I was like, oh, God, this scene. And then I thought, I bet Eric will really like this scene. I did. I thought it was, I didn't think it was any weirder or cringeworthy or more than like uh, Leland singing for his family and stuff like um, that. I thought it was within that same kind of realm, you know? I thought this was worse. Um, Donna. <laughs> Donna, this is probably that's probably my least favorite scene in all of Twin Peaks. Really? Yeah, probably. Can I tell you my least favorite scene? All what? Of Twin Peaks? Yeah. All of season one. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I like season one. I don't think I have a least favorite scene actually. That's probably mine. Um, Donna receives a phone call. We find out Mr. Smith's first name is Harold. Harold mm-hmm. Smith. Um, it's kind of a mysterious phone call because we only hear her side of the phone call. And um, I guess they're going to get together and talk yeah. about Laura. Yeah. Um, and then Maddie sees a horrifying vision of Bob. Bob, like. Oh, crawls, it's so creepy. He crawls over the table. Oh, crawls. and then he crawls across the I thought he was really sofa. there at first. I thought he was really there. Yeah, that was so scary. Um, highlight that for me, please. Okay. Highlight her specifically. Okay. That, I think, might be the scariest scene in all of Twin Peaks for me. Uh, what's the scariest scene? I don't know. Oh, you didn't think it was so scary? I thought it was pretty scary. Oh my god, his face is so scary to me. <laughs> Who's that actor? So scary. Oh, that's something really fun piece of Twin Peaks trivia. That actor's name is Frank Silva, and he's actually, he wasn't an actor. Um, he was uh, working on the set. He was a set dresser. He looks like a set dresser. <laughs> I can see that. He was a set dresser, and David Lynch caught him in the background of a couple shots and was like, that guy looks creepy. I'm going to put him in. Cool. Yeah. Like, he caught him in the, like, the, like, in a mirror, uh, in a, in a scene, like, Sarah Palmer's, like, looking in a mirror, and he's, like, in the background, and the, the scene where, um, he's, like, at the foot of the bed was basically just, like, him placing a bed. And David Lynch was like, well, here, let me put the camera. Let me see how this is going to line up. And he was like, and he was like, oh, that's hella creepy. I'm going to put that in the show. Yeah. And so interesting. And that's basically like, and he's so good on the show. Like, he's so good and so creepy. Yeah. What's going on with him, right? Yeah. He ended up being so great on the show. But yeah, he wasn't meant to, like, be like, I don't think. Does he go to conventions and stuff now? He's passed away. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Oh, sadness. Sad. Well, I'm yeah. just thinking it'd be cool if you just, like, your job was you just do, like, window or I set don't know dressing. If he, yeah, I don't know. And if then he, all of a sudden, it's like now you're you, like, not, enjoy, like, famous, but famous for that. Like, you enjoy, fandom. like, cult status as, yeah. like, a person. Like, some on a people, TV like, show. in Star Wars and stuff, like, if you are featured in a Star Wars movie, you can pretty much just make a living going to conventions. I think Harrison now. Ford actually got his start working on a set on um, American Graffiti. Really? Yeah. And then I think, uh, who's the who's the director was it ron howard no ron howard acted in um american graffiti i don't know <laughs> I'm, gonna but drink, yeah. I'm gonna drink more okay i don't i don't know the i don't know the answer to your question <laughs> but yeah no he worked behind the scenes and he just ended up on uh tv and uh, uh, ended up in front of the camera good for him yeah 
sad that he passed, though. Yeah, it is sad. As a, there's a lot of actors on Twin Peaks who've sadly passed away. Um, Alan Watts. We don't talk about him a lot on this podcast, but Alan Watts is a philosopher from... Uh, he died around in the 70s or so. But mm-hmm. he would argue that dying is the most natural thing anyone could ever do. So it's not really that sad. Yeah. So... But you do miss them sometimes. Um, and then there's like an owls are not what they seem montage of yeah. like Bob and owls. And like his face is an owl. Like they yeah. put an owl over his face. And the ceiling fan is there again, which was creepy. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the ceiling fan. Yeah. And then there's kind of an infuriating scene for me where Audrey gets to a phone and she calls Coop and she tells him that she's in trouble and that she wants to come home. And she gets mad at him because she was like, where are you? Because he didn't read the note. Oh, that's yeah. why she doesn't. Because yeah. she doesn't tell him where she is. Yeah, so you're probably like, why doesn't she just... That's Because you, you would think you pick up the phone and go, I'm at one eye Jacks. please come and get me. Exactly. But that's why she thinks he knows already. That's uh, why. That's what was infuriating for me is I'm like, you're finally on the phone with the guy. Why don't you say, she please thinks, come She get thinks me. he read the letter and her feelings are hurt that he didn't come to save her but she he never read the letter because he was say... shot he was plugged three times <laughs> it's true she does say that he looked good in his tuxedo which is accurate I th- <laughs> it is accurate <laughs> I also think it's enough of a clue that that Coop will probably be able to figure out oh she saw me in a tuxedo I was in a tuxedo when I jacked also he's a really smart guy he's yeah. He's basically Sherlock when, Holmes. Later in the scene where the camera pans down the wire and it uh, Blackie ends up hanging up, Ooh. I thought for sure that wire was going to pan down and then it was like around the guy's throat that she oh. was choking and then he was dead <laughs> that she would have killed oh, him. Oh, man. You know? She's in... But that guy got Blackie. I will say, like, this situation that Audrey is in is, like, horrifying to me. Like, if I was in that you situation... You think she's had to sleep with anyone yet? I don't think she has, but, like... She's in way over her head. Like, I, she definitely didn't think that this was going to be like this. Kind of dangerous, though, right? Way more than kind of. Is that how it ends? Well, that's how it ends. That's the episode. Whoa. Whoa. What an exciting episode, right? It was an exciting episode. There's a episode. lot of things going on. It was in pretty it. good. Let's discuss so many mysteries. The master's having a party. Master's ha- and you, when he did that, made me think of uh, what's that guy's from a Rocky Horror Picture Show. The, you know, the he has a name, Riff Raff. Oh yeah. You know, the master's having a party. It's quite <laughs> fortunate you're here. Um, the first thing that you had me highlight is cream corn sleight of hand. Yes. Um. First of all, where the cream corn go? Oh, right. It went in his hands and it disappeared. And then it disappeared. Yeah. Um, I think that kid is important. I think he's a magician. I think he may be the darkness in the woods. He could be an alien. Hmm. He could be something. Is he... um, What's the name of the creepy guy that just scared you when he was crawling over things? Bob. Bob. He could be Bob. Hmm. Like as a kid. Like if he's a magician. Okay. Because to me, the big thing is what's Bob's deal? Yeah. Is he a magician? Is he a wizard? Is he psychic? Is he a vampire? Is he an alien? Is he an owl? Is he an owl? Is he all the owls? I don't know, man. That kid, something's going on with him. Okay. All right. 
Um, Harry and a chair. Yes. So remember in this scene, they can't get the chairs down. Right. Harry leans over and reads the instructions. Yes. Um, this is the first mystery he's ever solved on the show. (laughs) Congratulations, Harry S. Truman. You solved the mystery of how to lower the stool. Congratulations, my friend. (laughs) Let's all have cups for Harry. Thank you, Harry. Good job. Um, how about, uh, oh, Ronette freaking out when she saw a picture of Bob. Yeah, I think there's something psychic going on. Something like when psychic she freaked out, on. like the light bulb exploded because of yes, psychic powers. That so. did happen. I don't know if he's like the psychic master and mm. he needs a prey on people that are psychic, maybe okay. like a psychic vampire or something. Okay, I think she's got psychic powers. She has psychic powers. Yeah, and he, okay. he took her and he gets oh. more psychic powers from like killing people that are psychic or something. Oh. <gasps> Do you think Laura was psychic? I think Laura was totally psychic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can we say psychic more in the sentence? <laughs> psychic, psychic, psychic. Wait, Coop is psychic, maybe. Thank is you. Is he next? He might be next. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Better watch out, Coop. You better watch out, boy. Um, Lucy? Why did I... What did you highlight? I, I highlighted Lucy. Oh, who's she sleeping with? Oh, Lucy Two-Timing. Yeah, That's let's right. see. She's sleeping with Andy. Hmm. Hawk? Look at your face. I Well, I know, of course, but I can't tell you. So it's probably not Hawk. Who else do we know? Who would Lucy hang out with? Could be someone you don't know. Probably snakes. I'm going to say it's snakes. <laughs> you know what, though? Has there ever been someone where you're like, you know, this is a terrible person, but right now they're the right person in the sexy time you know? Mm-hmm. Snakes is a good looking dude. Okay. He's got that Letterman jacket. My guess is it's snakes. Okay. Or or she's not two-timing and that some miracle sperms got through. Okay. Because that's possible. Yeah. That's possible yeah. for sure. Miracle sperms. Yeah. Um, Hank used to be a bookhouse boy. Yeah. Why did he get kicked out of the bookhouse boys? Mm. And are there bookhouse girls? That's a good question. Yeah. Or could girls be bookhouse boys? Is it more like bookhouse boys with a Z? Like, is it- <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what went down when he got kicked out. Because the bookhouse boys, all we really know is they fight the darkness in the woods. Right. And kidnap people that are breaking laws. Right. That Harry can't justify arresting through the normal laws. Right. <laughs> so maybe Hank just simply broke a law and they kicked him out. Oh, well, we know that Hank is yeah. a lawbreaker. So maybe it's that, as simple as that. If you break the law, you get kicked out of the bookhouse, boys. That makes sense. I mean, I was hoping of something more with darkness in the woods. Oh, like that yeah. he like some sort of metaphysical darkness. Yeah, but maybe the darkness in the woods is just drugs. It's just drugs. <laughs> it's just drugs, guys. Um, The night that Cooper was shot. And they received a message. From outer space. Yes. I think it's aliens. You think it's aliens. I'm calling it aliens, and I think the giant is an alien. Who okay. came visited him. And I don't think the message means anything. Like, the owls are fine. I think the message is just a message to prove that he could know the future. Okay. Yeah. That the, that the giant can know the future? Yeah. And the like giant I, is an alien. Yeah. Okay. An alien. Okay. I mean, aren't we all aliens at the end of the day? Okay. Dragon's milk. <laughs> uh, Maddie seeing a horrifying vision of Bob. Yeah, that's scary. I think that's another further evidence that she's actually Laura Palmer. Oh. You know? yeah. How? 
How? Yeah. Because, uh, because Laura, Laura may have been. Bob? Yeah, because Laura could see Bob, you know? Okay. Or I guess maybe psychic powers just runs in Laura's family, mm-hmm. you know? And Maddie is part of Laura's family. Yes. Right? And so maybe Maddie is psychic and doesn't realize it. Yeah. And like he's connected to her psychically because he's coming after her. So Just like he was going to come after, um, what's Laura's mom's name? Sarah. Kind of come after Sarah. And maybe came after Leland when he was a small boy back oh, in the day. Oh, yeah. Or something else. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Any other mysteries? Any other mysteries? I would say the one final mystery is, oh boy, what's going to happen next? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Do you have a quotable quotation for this episode? I do. Emery Battis is saying, you don't know what you're dealing with, Miss Horn. You don't know how deep you're in, Audrey Horn says. Oh, yes, I do. I'm Audrey Horn, and I get what I want. That's a great line. This is a great episode, but I felt like there weren't a lot of great single one-line quotes, you know? Um, But that's my favorite one of the episode, because it shows Audrey gets what she wants. I really liked that line also. Mm -hmm. That was almost my line, my quotable quotation. But I went with a pensive quote from Coop. Um, And it's where Coop is talking to Diane. And he says, Audrey's absence touches me in ways I could not predict. I find myself thinking not of clues or of evidence, but of the content of her smile. He's thinking about Audrey and how he misses her. You know what the content of her smile was, right? Teeth. <laughs> her smile contains teeth. <laughs> that is a sweet line, actually. That is a sweet line. Eric, who yes. was your MVP of the episode? My MVP of this episode was, is he a major? Captain Major Briggs. Major Briggs. I think he's a stand-up dude. I think he's really cool. He says something to the effect of, like, you know, achievement is its own. Someone asks you, are you proud of all those medals or something? Mm -hmm. Achievement is its own award, you know? And he just seems like a very cool dude. Takes his job very seriously. I think he wants to be, like, the best dude he can. And he's uh, very, like, uh, he kind of has it figured out, in my opinion. Although... I guess he still can work on his relationship with his son a little bit. He's working on it. He is working on it. Yeah. Probably should have hugged his son after he gave him that, like, vision. Well, you don't want to push it. Yeah. I don't know if Bobby was ready for a hug. I would have hugged him. Yeah. But you don't want to push it. Don't want to push that physical contact. Contact. You they want did maybe shake wait. Hands. Maybe wait to initiate physical contact. He had a dream they hugged. Yeah. Yeah. It was sweet. Anyway, he's my MVP. I thought he was just a really cool dude in this episode. Eric. Who's yours? 
Whoa. Major Garland. Yeah! <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. You scare me when you close the book. I didn't know it was. I I'm thought the book house, thought the book house boys were coming after me. I was so excited that we finally picked the same one. It was good, right? I just thought it was so pivotal. Even though he kind of had like a small part in this one, I just thought it was so pivotal that he delivers the message. Well, even when Log Lady tells him like that message is like, you got to deliver the message or yeah. whatever. Like he really is pondering it like, hmm. And technically he might be breaking the law a little bit by giving Coop the, the Well, law. and also, like, he's sitting in the diner. He's looking over at Andy, who's covered in tape. He could have easily walked out of that diner. Like, this diner is full of crazy people. Like, there's a person covered in tape. There's a woman who sticks gum on a wall. Like, perhaps I should just walk out of this diner. Oh, no. Now this woman's initiating a conversation with me. But no, not only does he let the log lady talk to him, but he listens to what she has to say. And he recognizes that he understands what she has to say. And he delivers the message as she instructs, as the log instructs. He's a stand-up guy. At first... He knows what's right. When we first met him, I don't think I liked him that much because he was like... I thought he was... I don't know if I thought he was like too rude to Bobby or something. Because something about this. He was smoking in the dining room and stuff Yeah. Like that, which don't... You probably shouldn't smoke around people's He's food. a little cold. He's got that military exterior. He is cold. Maybe that's what it is. He's cold. I feel like he has a hard time connecting with people. Mm-hmm. But he's got like himself figured out. More so than I think almost anyone does. You know? Yeah. I think... You know how Koopa is very fascinated with Tibet and like the Dalai Lama? Uh-huh. I think Major Briggs is the next Dalai Lama... Ooh. In the show. Yeah. I think he has it figured out. Like, he has himself figured out to, like, an extent. I don't think anyone else does. He's... I, I think, wish I did for myself, but I don't. Of course, I am coming from the kind of meta-knowledge about Garland Briggs, so I can't say He's too much. He's not the Dalai Lama? But, well, no, I just think... Uh, Major Garland Briggs is kind of the very definition of still waters run deep. Oh. Like I don't even know what that means. It just it just means <laughs> it just means that he seems very placid, but oh. he's got a whole lot going on underneath. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like Lake Placid. <laughs> like there's had, an enormous crocodile. <laughs> Betty White was feeding him the whole time. How dare she? Um, hey Eric. Yes. How many fish in a percolator would you get this episode you'd never guess there was a fish in the percolator i've thought long and hard about this Uh uh-huh all the several hours since i watched this episode yeah and i think because i watched it this morning morning. i watched it this morning it was fine it was actually really nice watching tv show first thing in the morning and i uh think i will give it four solid fish from their head to their tails <laughs> in a percolator. It was a very good episode. Yeah, I am also going to give it four yeah, out of fish yeah. in a percolator. I thought it was really good. It's not a great episode because I feel like there's a lot of characters we didn't check in with. Like, Pete? Brent. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, there's no Pete in this episode. Where's Pete? So also, there's like I can't a lo- give it five. There's a lot of weird kind of stuff like Catherine's still missing. Right. So is there a search for Catherine? Josie's still missing. I really didn't like the way Ben was just like sipping his wine like yeah i guess audrey's missing you know? he doesn't care <laughs> yeah um ben's on a whole new level yeah oh i forgot to talk about the the cheese pig 
Oh, that's right. The cheese Is pig. that a real pig? Or is it just cheese in the shape of a pig? It's cheese in the shape of a pig. Okay. It's like smoked cheese in the shape of a pig. Okay. That's what I was trying Were to figure out. Were you afraid it was a real pig? I thought it was a pig that was like fried and then covered in cheese. Like no. a little potbelly pig. Like oh, no, pig. no, no, no. Which it's sounds good, cheese. too. I was just curious. No, it's just Where would you find a cheese, cheese smoked cheese pig? I mean, Jerry's a world traveler, so... Like, he yeah. probably found it in, in his travels you throughout know, the world. While we're, I know we're wrapping things up, but while we're talking about cringeworthy scenes, <laughs> you know how you don't like the yeah. team singing scene? I thought the scene where they're calling the, is it the Icelandics at that point? Yes. And they're trying to, like, do damage control kind of yes. thing. That whole scene, to me, like... As a librarian, it's weird when, like, a patron asks a question, and then me and, like, another person are both, like, answering. Oh, yeah. And you're kind of doing that. And you're, like, fighting over the phone. It's, like, really, like, embarrassing to me. Yeah. And, like, to me, that was, like, really cringe. To me, it's, like, I know you're trying to help, but, like, when he, uh, Jerry picks up the phone and he says something Icelandic and he goes, we're all fine here. And I was, like, dude, you look, this looks bad. This looks unprofessional. Also, um... <laughs> I love that we're having this conversation. Um, I feel like Jerry is probably, um, uh, I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like he's better at dealing with the Icelandics. Like he, he speaks, On a personal level. He speaks their language. And I, I feel like Ben was sort of taking over. Yeah. And it's sort of like to relate it back to the library, I kind yeah. of feel like when like maybe you've been dealing with a customer and your supervisor comes in, yeah. it's like, I'll handle this. <laughs> kind of like Jerry was talking and then Ben just rips the phone away from him. Yeah. And then Leland comes in and is like, what's going on, guys? That's like when your other co-worker comes in and is like, maybe I can help. Leland, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a, a tough scene. Part of me is like, one person pick up the phone, slow it, take two deep breaths. Let's slow this down because this doesn't look good. When you say it's not a disaster, it sounds like a disaster, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Tell um, us what you think. Email us at samepeaksyall at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your theories if you're watching along with us. Um, if you are a Twin Peaks super fan, feel free to also email us because I am manning the email. So you can spoil away if you like. Yeah, I'm not uh, reading them. So you don't have to worry about spoiling little old me. Yeah. And you can also tweet at us at same team y'all. Uh, same team y'all is our mother cast. You can listen to that one too if you really like me and Eric. Yeah, it's about uh, testing myself trying to make the world better by talking about positive things in a nutshell. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Um, I was just handed a cup of coffee and I'm blowing on it now. And uh, I gotta tell you, boy, this coffee's hot. Hot. Nice and hot. Hot. So hot. <laughs> <laughs>